It's Thursday and you know what that means. It's time to take wrestling to the max. This is your captain speaking and I'm joined by El Jefe Moses Marquez. And this week, we're also joined by the Max Wrestling World Champion, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm. Good evening, how are we all? We're good. Are you still a lawyer? Mm, I think so. He's a goddamn lawyer. He's got to be my P45, so I think so. <laughs> Uh, I'm paying taxes over here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm still paying taxes, so I hope so. Don't don't <laughs> talk to me about taxes, jeez. Get promoted, they say. It, it it's more money, they say. <laughs> oh yeah, more money is good for you, right? They don't take it from you. More right? money for the tax man, yeah. There you go for the government. Uh, Mike is not joining us this week. Um, he's probably he probably would have been the most. I don't know, accurate person to predict Bound for Glory, which we're going to do later because neither of the three of us have been keeping up with Impact, so it's going to be blind predictions for Bound for Glory. Um, I mean, I'm probably going to watch it because it's like Impact's biggest pay-per-view. And oh, it's yeah, bound no, to be full of surprises. But, but yeah, let's be honest here. I, I am kicking myself for watching NXT instead of goddamn Impact. I would have much rather watched Impact this week. We're also recording this show exactly the same time as Blood Money 6 is happening, so obviously it, we ain't watching that shit. Oh, that in the G1 final, if anybody actually cares about something important. Um, I heard Okada was in it, and I wasn't surprised. Okada v. Ibushi. Yeah. Okada, Ibushi. They're either gonna, it's either their way of pulling a WWE and crowning Ibushi in front of a bunch of people, or they're just saying, fuck it, everything worked when Okada was on top. Yeah. It's it's very safe booking. Very safe. Um, I mean, the original rumors was it was supposed to be uh, Kota Ibushi and Kenta. And, it, and Kenta was probably going to go over. But I guess that got leaked out. And Gato was like, no, 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 no. We don't play that spoiler shit. <laughs> so, change it up. Um, well, before we get into what's been going on this past week of 2021 let's get into this past week in previous years it's this week in wrestling history this uh this this list of history is as long as chris jericho's move list so bear with us nice uh october 15th is the day of light heavyweight title changes uh, in 1967, El Nazi won the Mexican National Light Heavyweight title. In 1989, Pero Aguayo won the WWF Light Heavyweight title while it was operated in UWA. In 1996, yeah. Black Warrior won the NWA Light Heavyweight title. And LA Park won the Mexican National Light Heavyweight title. All of that happened on October 15th. This one was in 2004. A lot of Light Heavyweight title changes on October 15th over the years for some reason. And now we don't even have light heavyweight title. Nope, because they're scared. <laughs> um, on October 16th, 2011, Velvet Sky won the TNA Knockouts Championship for the very first time, defeating Madison Rain, Mickey James, and Winter at Bound for Glory. On the same show, we also had TNA's Sting versus Hulk Hogan. 
which basically ended with them teaming up and taking out Immortal. Mm-hmm. Fun times. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it was a fun match, to be fair. Uh, even though the Hulk was like old as shit, and St- Sting could still go. Um, Hell, Sting can go just now. Shit. Yeah, Sting, Sting can still still go. Uh, also on October 16th, but in 1988, WWE held the King of the Ring tournament all in one night. Literally the entire tournament in one night. Uh, which was won by Ted DiBiase defeating Randy Savage by countout. Mm-hmm. That's how you win the King of the Ring. And it's still better than the Queen's Crown. (laughs) Much better. (laughs) Uh, On October 17th, 1999, I remember this event vividly, WWE presented its second No Mercy of the Year, and history was made twice in one night. As China defeated Jeff Jarrett in a good housekeeping match to become the first female intercontinental champion, uh, while the unfabulous Moolah became the oldest women's champion in history at 76 years old, defeating Ivory. Also on the show, the New Brood slash Hardy Boys uh, defeated Edge and Christian in a ladder match for $100,000 and the managerial services of Terry Runnels. Noise. That's, that's, uh, that's a prize worth throwing yourself off a ladder for. How much you rather? Ah, back then, I don't know, but now I'll take the 100 grand. Um, On October 19th, 2004, I also remember this one vividly, WWE presented the inaugural Taboo Tuesday, the first ever interactive pay-per-view, also the first ever pay-per-view on a Tuesday, uh, which eventually turned into Cyber Sunday because they didn't want to put pay-per-views on a Tuesday. Um, The event included Triple H versus Shawn Michaels for the World Heavyweight title, Randy Orton versus Ric Flair in a steel cage match, and... Uh, there was a bunch of Divas matches where you basically voted on how you wanted them to dress. Oh, right. And that's WWE in the Ruthless Aggression era for you. Because, again, that's what we get about that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I love the concept and I love the original event. It just became predictable and the choices became lame over the years. Um, and it became more and more obvious that it was rigged. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But uh, I love the original events. On October 19th, 2005, Kurt Angle made his iconic TNA debut confronting Samoa Joe. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, TNA don't do debuts like that anymore. The place absolutely nope. popped. Um, also on October 19th in 2019, Kenny Omega defeated Ray Phoenix at Heroes Immortales 13 for the AAA Mega Championship. And two years later, he is still the AAA Mega Champion. Goddamn right. Kenny Bagot Omega. Bagot. On October 20th, 2002, WWE made the bizarre decision to deactivate the Intercontinental Championship as it was unified with the World Heavyweight title when Triple H defeated Kane at No Mercy. The title was reactivated seven months later. Why, why, why would you even think about deactivating the IC title? Stupids. It's stupids. That's why, because they're stupids. I'm almost through. Also, on October 20th, 2011, James Storm defeated Kurt Angle for his one and only reign as TNA World Champion. Uh, And it didn't even last that long. He always should have had another reign, at least. Um, 
a little bit of controversy now. On October 20th in 2013, AJ Styles defeated Bully Ray for the TNA World Championship at Bound for Glory. Despite being stripped of the title by Dixie Carter a week later, AJ continued to defend the title around the world, or rather, a replica. Um, Styles later returned for a unification match with Magnus, Nick Aldis. Uh, this would be his final match in TNA after 12 long years. That's quite cool. So why did he get stripped of it? Um, because he wouldn't re-sign with TNA, so she stripped him of the title. So, so he, he just took a replica around the world and defended it. Yeah, they they tried to do a John Cena CM Punk thing, but better. Kind of, but when AJ came back, you could tell the title was a replica because uh. the replica and the real TNA World title looked very very different. If any, if anything, when, um, the replica looked sorry. better. If anything. Oh, <laughs> it reminded me of when uh, Punk was like, "Yeah, I go to Ring of Honor," and then he was out a week <laughs> and then came back, and it was just like, "Oh, yeah, okay." That was the concept. AJ just actually did go to different companies and defend <laughs> the title. <laughs> um, on this day in 2001, Chris Jericho won his first World Championship, defeating The Rock at No Mercy for the WCW World Title. Mm-hmm. And finally, on this day in 2018, on the NWA 70th anniversary show, Nick Aldis defeated Cody Rhodes to reclaim the NWA world title. Uh, and he held it up until a couple of months ago when he lost it, actually, I think it was last month, to Trevor Murdoch. What is that? guy had like 800 days or something. Yeah, that was a long-ass reign. <laughs> but didn't Cody, Cody didn't hold it for long, did he? No, so he won it at, the, at, at All In. <clears throat> uh, which right. was... I want to say three, four months at the most. Yeah. Uh, so we're in October. So yeah, it was June, July. I can't remember when All In was. I know it... <laughs> I know it was 20... I want to say June. Yeah, June sounds right. Because then we now we have All Out, which is in June. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Okay, so... Uh, birthdays this week on October 15th Tamatonga turned 39 Joey Abs turned 50 if you don't remember Joey Abs you're too young <laughs> right yeah you're too young <laughs> um, on October actually Chad do you know who Joey Abs is no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god come on <laughs> sit there thinking I'm too young uh, one third of the Mean Street Posse Right. Um, he was like the only acceptable yeah, one. He he was <laughs> he was Stephanie's like high school boyfriend or something stupid. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> him too. Uh, on October sixteenth, Zaya Brookside turned twenty three, and Kenny Bagard Omega turned thirty eight. Just incredible. Also turned forty eight, and Missy Hyatt turned fifty eight. On October 19th, Tony Storm turned 25. On October 20th, Umberto Carrillo turned 25. Chavo Guerrero turned 50. Scott Hall turned 62. Hurry up. All right. Those are the birthdays. Um, so this week, um, we had a busy weekend to, to kick off the week, particularly Friday night, and it's been the only thing people have been talking about all week long. Friday night was technically smackdown versus rampage but not really because they only went head to head for half an hour um and you know depending which way you look at it we don't even know who won smackdown obviously got more viewers AEW had the demographic blah 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 but yeah one 
let's just let's just say that that um, if TK wants to advertise enough and push enough, he can and will compete with SmackDown, even if it is just for half an hour. Oh, he he was pushing all week, and he was tweeting all these crazy things, and and it worked because he was getting attention. Oh yeah, um, it works, baby. I, but I think one thing we can all agree on, unless you really do have your head so far up Vince's ass, you can see the Saudi crown uh, crown prince, um, Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki absolutely set the ring on fire. Fucking banger. And I'm I'm gonna apologize right now, especially to the females listening, because I'm gonna drop a C bomb. Um Tony Khan, like a mad cunt, gave this pay per view main event quality banger on, away on YouTube for free. On YouTube. Not damn free, baby. Commercial yeah, free on, on YouTube. TNT. <laughs> Just Which I honestly YouTube. think that, that kind of hindered I don't want to say hindered it a little bit, but I mean like if if you would have had Bobby Fish and and Debray on on YouTube, it probably wouldn't have beaten SmackDown. Yeah, but it probably would have garnered just as much of attention. And then you turn around, and that next night you have him and Minoru. Now you're fucking. Now you're getting all the attention on Saturday. True, but it, it it's fine. It either way, we got a fucking absolute glorious banger of a match. They damn near oh. went thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, and just beat the shit out of each other. I still, I'm const, I constantly see like just that one, that one right elbow shot oh, all yeah. over TikTok. With that stupid sound. He's like, "Hey, look to your left," and then bam, and he's knocked the fuck out. Floor and I've Brian. said that to my wife like three different times, and she's just like, "How in the hell can you take this much abuse?" I'm like, "Cause he's a fucking madman." I mean, he's a goddamn. He's in there with the murder grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife, my wife knows that. She knows that saying a little too well around this house. She knows Maniro Suzuki a little far too well because of all the New Japan I've watched. So the second she heard murder grandpa, she's like, wait, are you talking about that old guy with the crazy hair? I was like, yep. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he's going to die. I'm like, well, here, here, watch this. And she's just like, oh, my gosh. So she scoured the internet looking for, like, Bree's reactions and couldn't find shit. The crowd could have actually chanted he's going to get his fucking head kicked in. And I would have been like, which one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, either one. Uh, I'm just fucking glorious. Honestly, you know what? Fuck me if Daniel, if Brian Danielson isn't the best wrestler in the world right now. Dude, he's, try to make an argument for somebody else. He's just having I'll, I'll banger right after back. banger. He right, and this is a guy that he left the E because they just wouldn't let him do him. Yeah, and he's going out there and doing what he wants, and it's like this guy's just killing it, man. It's there almost not thing. fair how how well he's killing it. There was a thing I saw when he left, and it was um, if you've only seen if you've only seen him in the E, and you think he's good, you've seen nothing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and obviously, like I've I hadn't seen anything before that. So watching him now, I'm just like, oh my god, like this guy is something else. The, the the thing that I told my wife is, um, I said Brian Danielson is said is the exact same guy as Daniel Bryan, and she's like, that's not true. I said, hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> I said, if you allow him to just hit you as hard as he can, yeah, they're the same person. And she's like, oh well, they're not going to allow him to do that. I said, exactly. That's why they're different. <laughs> his his move set is the same. His persona is the same. It's just 
can I go out there and can I hit you really, really hard? <laughs> no? All right, well, then I'm, then I'm fucking Daniel Bryan. And I can? All right, cool. <laughs> then I'm Bryan Danielson. And also, he allows you to hit him as hard as you can. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, that fucking shot, Manuro served him. Just put him the fuck out. And if it didn't, he sold it like he was out. Yeah. And made me believe he was out. Um, I saw a fan. And Bryce was like, bro, you can't die in here. You, you can't die. He'll kill <laughs> us all if you die in here. Bryce, the referee's reaction was gold. He just literally put his hand to his mouth in a gasp. Every single time. <laughs> I love Bryce. I love and hate Bryce. Because uh, he sometimes garners more attention than the wrestlers do. Yeah. It's like, dude, can you not sell it more than them, please? But that, that's all it took because I could just feel him going, oh, no. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> oh no. A guy from Family Guy. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> See a man die. <laughs> then, we need, then we need the other guy from Family Guy. Uh, he's funny because he gets knocked out. Uh. <laughs> uh. Um, also, just the that one spot where you just stand there and trade shots. And they do it mm-hmm. so slowly because... It's it's not the kind of typical routine where it's obviously rehearsed. It's just like, okay, come on. I'm going to stand here. You're going to hit me as hard as you can. Battle of Iron Wills. Yes. Beats a test of strength any day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just... It's brutal. Like I said, and then to make matters, like I, um, I guess, worse is Monero does not hold back. No. He doesn't give a shit what neck injuries or brain injuries you fucking had. He's going to hit you. Yes. So uh, he's just going to chop you, right? I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fuck? Like, uh, honestly, and I love Monero, his softest offense, and this isn't exactly soft, this is probably like his kicks. Mm. Yeah. He, because, like, the reality is, is he's probably not going to kick you as hard. Because he's going to kick you right in the face. Oh, I loved how he took the yes kicks. Oh, my God. Just fucking wow. Everyone seems to, like, reboot him. It's, it's, he's a madman. <laughs> he's a fucking, like, I don't, like, I, like, I guess I can understand, like, I, okay, I don't understand it. I'm 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 still one of those guys that I it's like I I can enjoy hardcore wrestling and like or the deathmatch re- whatever I just don't get what goes on in these guys' heads mm. and in like in Minero Suzuki like nothing goes on in his head he just like where somebody's gonna die and that's just it I think Clockwork it's Orange fucking crazy I think Clockwork Orange just plays on repeating his head oh yeah L- like a little bit of the old ultraviolence though like, he's the one man five people stomping one person at. Yeah, all him. I'm I'm kind of the yeah. same. Death matches just aren't my thing. Um, but then you show me Minoru Suzuki kicking the shit out of somebody, legit kicking the shit out of somebody, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm all over it. I just, but just God damn. And also this week I heard comparisons like he oh some, what was it somebody went viral saying he's AEW's version of Goldberg. No 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 <laughs> oh, no yeah. no no. That shit. If, if you want to piss off the TSK, you post stupid shit like that because we were we stayed hype after that. Oh yeah, he's just you know he's just a this, he's just a this, he's just like shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck. I don't understand how people say he's Goldberg, bro. Like, do you guys not? Are you guys watching your own shit product that you fucking love so apparently so much? He's Goldberg. 
Monero Suzuki is Goldberg. The guy that I've never once seen grab a motherfucking microphone is Goldberg. Not one time has this fucking old bastard grabbed a microphone and rambled on about how he's going to kill you. No. He tells you in a fucking press conference, you get me and let's see if you fucking survive. And then he goes in there for 15 minutes, hits you with the hardest forearm shots you've ever fucking been hit with and hope to walk away. In what way is that fucking Goldberg? He, he's also a like year that, younger than Goldberg. He's, we're talking about one of the, the fucking pioneers of mixed martial arts here. He's a year younger than Goldberg. He, ne- he never actually stopped wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. He started wrestling to begin with. Cheap shot. He's not a fake martial artist. Yeah. Also, the biggest difference is um, if you get killed by the Suzuki, wrestling? he means to kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he, he's just not <laughs> randomly not strong enough that one time and he's going to dump you on your fucking head. I'd be afraid of dying against both of them, but at least I know Suzuki's going to try to kill me. Yeah. Right, well, at least Suzuki will make it him. fucking entertaining. <laughs> fucking Goldberg's just going to drop me on my head because, oh, no, fuck my bad, brother. <laughs> I didn't realize you were 300 pounds. <laughs> Jackhammer. Well, that, that was more like a suplex, but okay, I'll sell it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so glad I'm missing this show today. <laughs> um, it's going to be the drizzling shits, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the only thing that's got me any intrigued about one of these fucking Crown Jewel shows is apparently the idea of Stone Cold coming back. Yeah, I call bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I do too, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's one of that. They kept never saying know. that. Well, yeah, that's true. But they, <laughs> they they kept saying that that Steve was you know he can't really take bumps. He can't take bumps, and then he's in there taking a couple of rando bumps. So it's like, eh, I could definitely see how they go in there. They just hit the music, do some grab spots, and then he hits the stunner and jams. Yeah. Oh, I can believe that, but, but a full match, no. No, fuck no. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm one of the people that would pop the hardest if Stone Cold ever had one more match. But his his body's fucked. Like I, percent um, agreed. I'm I'm not a huge reader, but I've read The Rock and Stone Cold's autobiographies, and I remember Stone Cold um, writing about when he was forced to retire at WrestleMania 19, and like his knees were shaking, his neck was fucked. Obviously. He, over those years since the pile driver, he was still suffering from it. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he had long term effects, baby. So I yeah, I ain't expecting Stone Cold to be back in the ring full time. Well, <laughs> for a full match anyway. Well, and then on top of that, love the guy to death. Nothing but mu- nothing but motherfucking respect for goddamn Stone Cold. But the guy's in his fifties. Mm. Okay. Again, and he had neck surgery. He's had knee surgery. I believe he's also had hip replacements. Because, you know, take doing your fucking finisher on every goddamn person every fucking Monday night for God knows how many weeks, you're going to hurt your fucking hips and ass, man. Yeah, I mean, Hulk was the same. His fucking hips work. Hulk, Hulk's finisher was a leg drop, and he, uh, he's had like, like two hip replacements. Exactly. That sounds yeah, crazy to say, too. His finisher was a leg drop. Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But that's the whole point: is taking a fucking bump every goddamn night, it's, not to the body wonders. It's such a simple like throwaway move these days, but you do it every night as a finisher. It's gonna catch up with you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, a lot more than apparently these fucking top rope moves. Yeah, and and in terms of legends in Saudi Arabia, we saw Undertaker <laughs> at a Pitbull concert or something. <laughs> and now, of course, there's rumors he's going to be at uh, at Blood Money today. Well, again, I wouldn't Taker be surprised. Um, I would... I don't expect him to have a match again. Like we were just saying about Stone Cold, I expect Taker to probably show up, choke slam somebody, maybe tombstone somebody, you know, Saudi Crown yeah, Prince. I want the Undertaker. Give him a higher dawn and keep it moving. I would love to hear these conversations between the uh, the Saudi Prince and Vince. I want the Undertaker. He's retired. Okay, I want CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. I see Bryan Danielson. He over here on the WWE. They don't work for you us anymore. No. <laughs> we we don't have CM have Punk and Daniel Bryan anymore. He's not true. I saw them last week. I, I saw them last week on the television with the Manatonican. <laughs> I'm so bad. Uh, I'm going to hell. Yeah, we're, we're going to hell. But, uh, I mean, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you, you know what? asked for Vince versus Tony Khan? Oh, Oh, he, I bet you he's asked him to book it already. Will you wrestle again, Vince? I want to see Tony answer. Khan versus Nick Khan. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. Squash that big fat fucker. I'm about to say, bro, Tony Khan, he is a little guy, but I tell you what, I bet you he's scrappy. Oh, yeah, he I is scrap- he's a scrappy. Guy. He is scrappy do. Scrappy do. Really. Tony Khan is scrappy do. <laughs> he's scrappy do. <laughs> Wow. He's that he's that little he's that little guy <laughs> with a vengeance. He's he's out for revenge. Damn it! <laughs> you don't pick on me. He's little, but he bites. Uh, he oh, he loaded up on white claw. Them fucking white claws, man. Yeah, careful with yourselves. I you know I keep talking about him. I've never I still never tried a white claw. I, I have no idea. I'm what not they, a seltzer guy. Like. I, I can't. I. If you're if you're alright with seltzers, they're actually really good. I'm not a s I can't do seltzers. I've you know, it was one of those things where like growing up you had to get used to the fucking beer taste. I could not I could not get used to seltzers. Hell no. I would be a fucking sober I would never drink in my life. If that's all I could drink was fucking seltzers, I'd never drink in my life. They're just they're that bad. Hey. But but to to my friends, to some of my golf buddies and some family members that I know, White Claws or Trulies or whatever fucking weird seltzers, that's their gimmick. Next, that's their gimmick. And four or five of them things, and they're on a great one. So, hey, I'm not mad at them. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a small can, but it's like 5%. It's, yep, they're 5%. But again, once you get past that seltzer taste, they're not bad. I can't get past it, though. Uh, Tony, if you're listening, could you please ship them over to the UK so we can try them? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Chad, Tesco do them. Tesco do them? Yeah, I need to go looking for white claws. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um... I can imagine Daz right now walking into, like, one of your conveniences. I'm here for the white claw. What? (laughs) I'm I'm just going to leave. What on earth are you on about? Tony Khan sent me. (laughs) Ooh! Okay, I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong place. (laughs) Um, over on Dynamite the following night, after Rampage, you know what, Dante Martin's on a hell of a push, and just the fact that he's like the first person in AEW to gain a little bit of respect from Malachi Black was awesome. 
What do you think awesome. about Leo Rush being with him, though? Uh, Fair enough. I ain't got a lot of nice things to say about Leo Rush. <laughs> no. I mean, I liked him. It's just, yeah. if you're going to retire, retire. If you're going to take some time off, take some time off. Just, you know. Pick one. Pick one, yeah. I got no yeah, problem with taking time off. One of your guys' terms. I, I feel like Leo's taking a piss. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the guy's just here. He is. He he's he's going to leave. He's going to come back. He's going to leave. He's going to come back. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Leo. Like, I understand, you know, mental fuckery. I get it, okay? And being in, the, in a bad mental state means you don't even want to work. You don't want to do shit, especially the things you love. But, like, take, take some time away. Like, oh, I'm going to take a sabbatical. Oh, I'm going to take a hiatus. Don't fucking retire every goddamn four months. Because then people don't care. I don't mind people take hiatuses. You know, people go through shit. It happens. Yeah. It's the retiring. Okay, so he'll never be back. Oh, I'm back. I mean, you said you're retiring. And then I'm retiring again. Look at Bray. Oh, okay, well, he, the, and then he's back. It's like, oh my God. Make him fucking mind. Look at Bray Wyatt. Never retired, but he's been on a hiatus since WrestleMania. Exactly. That's, That's his prime example right there. Yeah, Sasha. Away. Long hiatus. Well, Sasha doesn't actually say anything. She just disappears. She just goes. Uh, got another injury. Exactly the same thing with ACH, who recently returned to wrestling. Oh, yeah. Nobody gives a shit about that guy. <laughs> and, and you know what? And, and, and it has probably nothing to do with the whole way he left WWE. It's just, again, don't go fucking quitting to come back because you realize the only thing you can do is wrestle. And I'm not saying that negatively. I do not mean that negatively. Hell, I don't want to work a regular fucking job. I'd rather be a wrestler. <clears throat> but the reality of the matter is, is your job, you've quit twice. And it's all because of what? You weren't getting a push? Then don't be in the business. Like, I don't, what the fuck? Yeah. And then... You've been in for 17, 18, 19 years. Like, do you, do you think this stuff is going to be new? Do you think things are going to change overnight? No. Look at CM Punk. Legit Seven, retired. Plus years out. He actually retired. Whole new was, different business venture. Didn't want to wrestle. Seven years later, you know what? Maybe it's time for a change. But, like seven but he never. Months, is it? That's, you know, yeah, that's not four months. That's seven years. <laughs> exactly. Seven, a lot changed away, in seven like, years. And he didn't walk away bitching. He was just like, okay, I'm taking my ball and going home. And, That's he, the and thing. he left, and he went to go per to pursue other things. It went mad horrible, but hey, he, whatever. He didn't leave bitching. He didn't say a word for weeks and weeks and weeks, and everybody's just begging him for his story, and eventually Colt Cabana's got this podcast. You know what? Let's just answer the questions. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he's a quitter or a quieter. They're right. Like, oh, shut up. You wanted the story. You got the story. Now you're bitching about it. What the fuck you want? I want my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's like, not, that's the not how the real world works, pal. He's yeah. he's saying all the things I thought about WWE, but uh, he's a bitch because he's saying them. Exactly. Exactly. The hard reality here. <laughs> um. Also, you know what? When he when he does retire again, uh, maybe in a couple of years, Punk needs to be on commentary full time. Absolutely. He's so entertaining. <laughs> He says stuff that you don't think he'd be able to yeah. get away with, but because he's punk, he can. And a lot of in-jokes as well. Like, he, he made Jim Ross almost crack when he said, we're live, pal. 
Oh, that, see, that's just the greatest thing. I've always said it. If you can pop the boys, you're popping the crowd. Yeah. And if you can pop old-ass JR, Jesus, you're popping everybody. It's when uh, Kira Hogan came out. Is there, uh, is there any relation? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And nobody wanted to answer him. He was just like... No, I nobody wanted to. <laughs> there was like a dead silence. Only like, would say some stupid shit like that, though. What? Paul Hogan? Yeah, okay, let's just move on. <laughs> so um, and he commented on um oh i can't think of her name who beat carol Shida last week oh oh stopped her from getting her 50th win oh um serena oh it was a uh, lovely head of hair on that lady <laughs> he he's an immediate gotta go to commentary and jericho has to go to commentary like, yeah, they are too entertaining. Absolutely. I don't know how you could be too entertaining, but it's it's possible, damn it. It's possible. I also love how Punk ratted out FTR. Uh, oh, I know. It felt like he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I already saw the spoiler shot. before the events. If I hadn't seen that, I probably wouldn't have realized it was them. But Punk no. said it right away. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's... We know that's FTR, right? And, and then everyone else was kind of like, um, "Yeah, I suppose." And then the great line, I knew right off the bat, the, it was FTR. The great line was, "It's got to be FTR. They haven't done one single flip yet." <laughs> that, was, that was brilliant. <laughs> Best luch well, no, Okay, you want to know what got me is the fact that these guys come out, and I'm like, first off, I've never seen luchadors this goddamn buff." Okay, true. <laughs> that's my. That was my first giveaway. I'm like, these are just buff muck and luchadors. I'll tell you what. Then they get into the ring. There's no flipping, okay? They're like walking. They're like, you know, wrestlers getting there. I'm like, up, oh, up. Oh, it's fucking FTR. God damn it. God damn FTR. And I had gotten excited because um, Rumor Mill just fucking spun names out like a motherfucker. Yeah. But the two biggest names and the two um, most frequent names was actually Laredo Kid and um, and um, what is it? Dralistico, which is the original Mystico. A.K.A. Sin Cara. Yeah. Okay. The botchy Sin Cara. <laughs> the botchy one. <laughs> He's not so botchy in Mexico. <laughs> I was also waiting for the line he would have got away with it. If they would have got away with it, it wasn't for CM Punk. <laughs> but, uh, that would have been great. Pretty, that been good. Pretty surprising. Uh, FTR and Audi AAA Tag Team Champions. Super surprising. Um... If I can quote uh, the yesterday's birthday boy Harold, very vi- uh, vividly, this is a WWE thing. Yeah, this is this has got WWE written all over it. Um, I don't know if anybody in Mexico really knows what's going on. Um, I'm pretty sure Conan's a part of their creative, and if he's not happy with fucking goddamn FDR as their champions, he's going to say something. So I would <laughs> not be surprised if we see Conan in the next week or two. I'm, I'm sure he's a fan of FTR. I, I, I believe so, but I, I think FTR is probably that one team that you can't take to Mexico. Like, if you yeah. like if you really wanted to go to Mexico with an American tag team, um, you could do it with the Bucks. You can do it... Um, God, I don't... I say they're over, but I don't know. I would say you could go over there with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and it could work. Um... 
You could definitely give it to the hybrid too. Fuck, they've worked Mexico like a motherfucker. They they'd be adored in Mexico. I'm really trying to think. Is there anybody non? Fucking, is there any other white guy team out there? No, I can't think of one. I think that's it. That is probably the only exception to the rule. Uh, that and maybe like Jericho and Hager, but you know, non-giant oh, stars. You know, I keep so. forgetting Jericho. I, mean, I don't know experience in Mexico. Oh yeah, plenty of it. But again, I mean, I just all I know is if I walked into into goddamn Arena Mexico for a AAA show and. I'm out here to see this tag team title match, and I'm thinking it's going to be like, you know, the fucking murder clowns or whatever, and out comes goddamn FTR and a fucking gimmick singlet with masks and shit. Like, what the shit is going on? I would not, I would definitely be Jeff Jarrett hucking some tortillas into the goddamn ring. <laughs> That's heat, like, though. No! It is heat. <laughs> Works both ways. FTR, not the tacos. Hey, uh, don't 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 throw a taco. Don't do <laughs> Finally, from from Dynamite, uh, the last takeaway: Adam Page's promo was perfection. Cowboy shit. Mm. Yeah, it was cowboy shit. Um, it was it was open. It was human. It was to me. It was Page taking off his armor and just bearing all. Uh, mm. And above all, it was hype. I'm I'm hyped. Page and Omega. How can you not be? I'm, I'm yeah, how absolutely... can you not be? Actually, you know what the word is? I'm I'm nerve sighted for Omega and Page to go down. You nervously excited. I fucking love that. Yeah, I love it because I can definitely feel it. Um, it's like you know the Kenny train has been chugging along for so long. Is it really gonna stop with Hangman, or does Hangman fall to the wayside? And what does that mean for Hangman? And it's so many questions are brought up, and you just you don't know what to really think. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I, I, I like the nerv- nervously excited. I like that. Nerve sighted. Is that what you said? I like that. Nerve sighted, yes. And, the, and it's like the, 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 anticipation. Yeah, the promo just felt like this is it. This is what it's all been building to. Mm-hmm. They're finally going to pull Two the trigger. Years. I mean, it was when like, God, what, what did I say? Um, in the TSK, it, it felt like we were at a bar, and this guy was just having that moment where he just needed to get some shit off his chest. That's how that's how a Hangman's promos sound. Sounds like he's just that guy at the end of the bar who's just letting you have it, and it's awesome every time. Now, I will say this, and God, I hope I hope people are listening because I really don't see any fuckery that could extend this in any way that we would want it to but come full gear he has to win there is no if ands or buts we kept saying that sammy's gotta beat miro sammy's gotta beat miro hey nobody's looked back okay i don't have have yet to hear anybody bitching about miro not being champ anymore but people will bitch if hangman does not win and it's rightfully so. This is this this there, there is there is no chicanery that can fix this. There is no fuckery that could extend this. This needs to end at full gear. Plain and simple. He's too determined. He's too over with the crowd. It's the perfect moment. Was it there's the, CM Punk or or Brian Danielson? One of them I think said um, you had a show where you would expect CM Punk or Brian Danielson to get the biggest pop of the night, and nope, it was Hangman Adam Page. 
Oh, yeah, they, I think uh, punk just had that. Yeah. I mean, we we've known we've known for the, the entire time AEW has been around that Hangman is one of the top baby faces. Whether we whether you want to accept it or not, whether you wanted to say this guy was the number one, the number two, the number three, he is just as important as all those other young stars. He is just as important as an MJF, as a Sammy Guevara, as a Darby Allen. He's just as important, if not more so. And he has got to be the new leader going into this, I guess, next era, if you will. That way you can have Kenny putting on dream match after dream match after dream match. But the reality is that guy's also hurt. He needs to rest up. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's got to be full gear. I also remember, like, all the WWE diehards laughing that Jericho won the world title and beat Adam Page. And it's like, this is the kind of company they're going to be. They're going to build the shit out of this. And now you really want Adam Page to be the world champion. And he will be they're someday. Gonna, okay, like, it's... Well, no, because that's perfectly... Because let's see. Um, the build for Jungle Boy winning the briefcase. Huge. They built the fuck out of it. That whole match. And when he won, the place fucking erupted. When Sammy won the TNT title. That place was... Blew up. It didn't know how to react. It was a shocker. And it was long awaited because a lot of... AEW hardcores, mainly the probably I guess the majority of the fans, have been watching Sammy forever. We saw him come in as a Triple A AAA Cruiserweight champ, and we knew he'd be a star. This is that first step into becoming a star. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't understand. Like, I swear to God, if we didn't have like Brian, if we didn't have Danielson, if we didn't have Punk, if we didn't have Omega, like I swear Jungle Boy would be like world champion by now, or MJF would be world champion by now. But that's the upside about this company. Not only do we have this great talent that is champion caliber, you got these guys that are workers, been around forever, and are teaching these young guys even more so, helping them elevate them even more so. It's just fucking great. That's why I don't see all the negative backlash like stupid goddamn Goldberg comments. (laughs) No. And you know this is the right call because if Paige had beat Jericho on the first pay-per-view, it would have been like, eh, cool, they gave the world title to the young guy, but he's going to lose it to, like, Jericho or or Kenny Omega mm-hmm. or Moxley. When he wins it this time, it's going to be like, holy fuck, Adam Page is finally world champion. Yeah. Means more, doesn't it? Yeah. He's mm. been built as this alcoholic underdog <laughs> who lost his confidence. And he's got to beat, like, his former best friend to finally achieve what he set out to do from day one. It's a beautiful story. Long-term storytelling. Something WWE... Something I'm not familiar with. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, the WWE sheeple are uh, too impatient for. Yeah, this is is pro wrestling right here. This is pro wrestling 101. Get a story, build it for long-ass time, Mm. pay it off with a huge pop. How quickly would they have turned on Daniel Bryan if they'd have dragged it out this long for him to win yeah. the world title at, oh, like have his Wrestlemania out. moment a lot of them turned on him before they even got to Wrestlemania yeah they did That's the, that, do you see the part there if, if this guy would have continued to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait to get a fucking world title on him he would be uh, god I'm really trying to think of like who was like an obscure world champion that nobody gave a shit about oh I mean I can think of one in TNA 
Chris Seaton. Obviously, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like, that was, we couldn't have that. Like, they, they were smart enough to pull the trigger on that one instance, and thank God for that. But the they can't capitalize. They can never capitalize. You build a star. Okay, now let's go back to our old ways because, you know, the star is built, right? No. You have to continue to build stars. You have to continue to build the star that you built. You have to put work and effort into people. It's well, how that's it works. The e, they just build one at a time. Badly. Uh, no, they Badly, build one yeah. heel at a time. Or or if you're goddamn NXT, you fucking just fucking dweeb after dweeb <laughs> after dweeb after dweeb. Jesus Christ. I've been saying for years, Vince is afraid of making like one face of the company in case they ever leave and go to another company and become a bigger star there. He wants WWE to be the star. Yeah, that's the part that's it's really dumb. Like like back in the 80s, you went to watch Hulk Hogan or you went to watch The Ultimate Warrior. You didn't go to watch the WWF. So now you don't really mm-hmm. go to watch anybody in particular. You go, oh, WWE's in town. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's Vince's exactly. mindset. Yeah, that's yeah, literally not, it. You're not going in with the notion of, okay, cool, I get to see a, a really good Hogan match or a really good Savage match or whatever it's. Okay, well, is there any good match on this card? Oh, well, I guess I get to see the New Day. I guess I get to see Roman. I guess I get to see... And that's what it is. And, and then that's what puts your butt in the seat, unfortunately. With AEW, everybody's got their favorites. It's like, I want to see what CM Punk does this week. I want to see what Jungle Boy does this week. MJF. Darby Allen. Darby Allen. I want to see how he tries to but kill the, himself this week. But then, worst case scenario, even if for some weird reason you don't see any of your favorites, you're going to be entertained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one different aspect of WWE and AEW. No matter what WWE does, I think if unless you have your favorites, you're not going to be entertained. They 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 are not going to go out of their way to give you entertaining professional wrestling. That's not what their gimmick is. AEW though, even if like for some reason like you don't get a Jungle Boy or you don't get an MJF or a Darby or a Punk or whatever, guess what? You're going to get bangers for matches. You're going to get matches you have to want to see. We're going to build other stories. We're going to continue to progress, even though your favorites aren't here. It's great. It, it's cowboy it's called shit. Pro wrestling. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> um, so before we go any further, one more thing I want to say. Uh, the Queen's let down tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. Hot garbage. Yeah. <sighs> They, you, you only had one match in the tournament on SmackDown this past week, and it was shorter than both of last week's combined. And wow. I think it was the same for Raw. I think both matches were like 2 minutes 40 in the semifinals. Did you hear why they're doing this? I heard the rumor, yeah, because they're not going to get much time in Saudi Arabia, so they don't want the, the preliminary matches to be longer. So don't have the fucking tournament final in Saudi Arabia. That's literally the answer. That is literally the answer. I was just going to say the same fucking thing. Like, how hard is it? Oh, dear. You could fucking... You know what you could do? You could fucking tape it. And, oh, my God, I know. What a fucking concept for WWE. You could tape this match, and you could fucking show it in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Bada-boom. And if they want it, they want you to cut it, who cares? You're on the fucking network. So that's when you guys take a goddamn intermission. I reckon that the uh, ceremony for the men's and the women's are going to be completely different as well, aren't they? Yeah. The men's going to be, like, drawn out, and the women's are just going to be like, right, get to the back now. 
Whatever, take your fucking crown and scepter, broad, beat it. Yep. Uh, uh, I think we got the time wrong, too. Apparently, the uh, the Blood Money show hasn't actually started yet. Uh, 12 Eastern, I think. Oh, so it's on tonight. Well, like, yeah. like, like oh, five crap, and a half minutes. while I'm at work. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> oh, Can we oh, touch geez, on the. Uh... Uh, my poor. My poor day is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> we touch on the. Um, is it the Eliminator tournament? Oh, the world title uh, Eliminator it. tournament. Um, who's winning that? You see, I kind of wish they would have done this <laughs> after Paige won the title because I don't really yeah. care. I just want to see Paige win the world title. Yeah. Right. The uh, thing with me is there's not that many, I don't want to say believable names, but like you've got Dark Order's 10. Yeah. Against, I think, I don't know, against Moxley or something like that. And I'm just like, well, that's kind of obvious to me. Who's going to win that <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, I was going to say, like, the bracket is set up in a way. I actually want to pull this bracket up now. Yeah, like, the bracket is set up in a way. Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. You know? We got Orange Cassidy and Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay. Uh, ten, ten is up against Mox first, so yeah, that's uh, yeah, Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston and Dustin Rhodes and Brian Danielson. So uh, here's how this thing, in my opinion, uh, Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. Yeah, yeah, fine. The best friends are going to go against each other. Winner gets yeah. the title shot. Then again, or, though. Or it's B-Dry and fucking and John Moxley. But either way, I don't see John Moxley not winning. That's, that is my official name for him. As I was told by my Love wife, it. his last name doesn't sound like that. I don't care. <laughs> B-Dry. Love it. <laughs> um, I think in the semifinals, we're actually going to end up with B-Dry versus Eddie Kingston. See, I don't hate that. Well, in I the semi, that. that's really good. But I think either way, Mark is winning on that side. It's either going to – I don't – I can't see Orange Cassidy win. I, I love the guy to death. And, you know, I know they like to push the underdog. But I don't I, – do you really think you're going to have John Moxley lose to Orange Cassidy? The thing is, too, I like, like – that's a little much. Powerhouse Hobbs is, like, the only heel in the tournament. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that realized that. Just like, <laughs> so – I was like, what the – he's the – okay, he's the only one. If, if I, it's I, not, I, admit, I didn't notice that until you said it. If yeah. it's not Hobbs, then you're going to have a face against likely Adam Page. Yeah, which which isn't they're... really an issue. I mean, AEW have done face versus face before. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there any chance they give it to Hobbs, do you think? It would be a shocker because he'd have to go through Orange Cassidy, more than likely John Moxley. And then, like, Brian or, Danielson or Eddie Kingston. Probably B-Dry. <laughs> B-Dry. Oh, man, B-Dry. Telling you, B-Dry is definitely an option. Oh, man. Either way. Well, I got some random breaking news. Oh? It's not so random. I'm loving it. I'm in love with it. Um, Absolute spoiler alert, by the by. Spoilers now. I know it's, you know, people are probably at work. They've yet to see this match. The G1 Climax is officially over. Okay, who won? Your G1 winner. Is it a Bushi? <laughs> man, who won? The Your man to, 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 <laughs> to brighten the skies of New Japan for the time forward. 
is the one and only, the greatest professional wrestler the world has ever seen, Juan Kazuchika Okada. Shocker. I'm I'm shocked. Shocked and ood. Pepper needs new shorts. Peppa needs new shorts. Love it. Yeah, um, I'm already watching this match, and I'm already ow. <laughs> They're like two, three minutes in, and Ibushi took like one shot to the face, and he stayed down for an hour. It's like, okay, this is going to be brutal. Can't wait to watch it later. Yeah, you know but, what else I'm shocked about? I just saw one headline. Kazuchika Okada wins climax after Kota Ibushi injury. Shocked. Mm. Hey, Kota's been with injuries since he came back. And, of course, somebody got injured. It's a New Japan tournament final. Fuck your neck. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'm surprised fucking Jeff Cobb didn't get injured the way this guy was getting <clears throat> beat up. Yeah, apparently it was his neck that was injured, though, not his neck, which actually is genuinely surprising. Mm. Poor uh, Oh, ow. So Ibushi went for a Phoenix splash, and Okada rolled out the way and you know, landed right on his arm. Ooh. Yee. Hey. Wait, did he, is he, did he win by ref stoppage? Because it says Red Shoes uh, quickly called for the bell. Oh, no. Where's my goddamn... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think he won by ref stoppage. Oh, shit. I've got it. Oh, yeah, they're surrounding the shit out of him. Hold on. This is what happens when you have major wrestling events while we're recording, people. Bre- There's breaking news. five people attending to his arm. Oh my god. The G1 ended in ref stoppage. That's some WWE shit. Well, I don't know. If it, if that crash is as bad as you're telling me it was... Well, I mean, if it's a legit ref them. stoppage, you can't really complain. Hey. Yeah, it's not like what they're going to do in the one guy. of the women can't make it to the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she got a bottle thrown at her head. Right, that's it. Cancel. <laughs> We got we got to stop the match. Why? Sasha's hairpiece is coming out. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, you seen the Phoenix Splash? I need to find this shit. Oh no. No, he wasn't oh, ready. Oh shit. Yeah, he lands like super super awkward on his like on his I want to say like on his shoulder. Oh fuck! But his hand—it's what did he? Okay, so he's oh. going for the Phoenix Splash, and he's getting that turnaround where it turns into the actual flush splash. His hands are like not out in front of him to catch him. One of them is like his right arm is, or his left arm is a little tucked, and it's kind of like right into where his gut's at. And when he hits, he landed on it, and it kind of flopped when he rolled over. So I'm thinking he separated his shoulder. Or something, because all I know is that fucking hurt. It it looks painful. Even Red Shoes is like, hold on, wait a minute. That's not a sell. Like, he's looking at him, and he's counting, but he's just like, that's, yeah, you're not selling, bud. And now he's checking on him. Oh, shit. Yep. Come on, Twitter, don't let he me down. He tells him to move oh. his fucking arm. Wait move minute. your arm. Move your arm. Do I got it? I mean, no. Nope. He's not going to move it. Oh, my God. Nope. And waiting for it. This is when fucking New Japan gets real. Oh my I've never literally seen New Japan get so real. <laughs> like I know how dumb that sounds. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it's it's separated. It's a separated shoulder. Uh-huh. I, I've I I can see the pain in his eyes. Twitter let yep, me down. Nobody, nobody posted a video. Yeah, I'm oh the same. Oh my god. Guys. 
Damn it, Twitter. You had one job. Um, if I do find him with you, then I'll post I it on the I will send screen. you my information so you can log in, and if you want to cut the video, go for it. Oh, I'll find it at some point. Oh, like I said, I'll send it to you. I'll send like, I you type, just get it from their site. I type in Ibushi Phoenix Splash, and the only video I can find is a slow motion one of him hitting it from, like, 2017. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't know what you're this asking, is... Oh, God. First off, I, I don't know who cut goddamn o Okada's hair, but he definitely looks like an American cut it. Secondly, <laughs> that fucking, like, this is why they literally say it's high risk. It's high risk. Because a guy's going to move, and you're going to land on a fucking wooden mat. You're going to land on a fucking wooden canvas. And it fucking sucks. And again, to see to see somebody like Red Shoes, okay, probably one of the most decorated referees in professional wrestling. Okay, to go over to Kota Ibushi and say, oh, wait a minute, shit just got fucking real. And then he calls it off. Because there's no way this guy's going to go. Wow. I'm literally, like, blown away right now. I did not expect to see that. Which kind of makes me think that they could totally fuck around and, and make Kota go into the, into the, G, into the G1. Or the, not to the G1. Into um, the Wrestle Kingdom and make it a triple threat. Yeah, if he's you know recovered enough, it, it's making me think if Okada was supposed to win. Now, yeah, now that one's in the air too. Was Okada supposed to win? God, mm. this is crazy. Wow. This is what a way to like spark your day. Now, yeah, well, on that bombshell, we're gonna go to a break, and hopefully, we'll have more information when we come back. Robert Davis, one of the most brilliant and creative people I've ever known. After everything you've done in a promo order, before it was even an order, when it was just a bunch of people in a tournament since day one, and I can't let you walk off into the sunset without a proper goodbye. At the aptly named Promo Series 6, Justice Day, I invite you for one last ride. With the shape. pal before we go any further let me thank everybody that tuned in to the reboot last week and everybody that's tuning in this week a lot has changed in the past couple of weeks particularly behind the scenes which most of you won't know about but nonetheless we're here we're aiming to make wrestling better and that's exactly what we're going to do at promo series 6 justice day which is our next special event on november 18th this week's special guest chad will defend the max wrestling world championship 
against El Jefe Moses Marquez. With the removal of the promo championship, this is now the richest prize in all of match wrestling. So, who will lead the charge in the new generation of match wrestling? Plus, for the first time, for the last time, Robert Davis takes his last ride in a promo exhibition face to face with The Shape. And the oh, yeah. only four-time knowledge champion in history, the Phoenix, defends in the traditional Winner Stays On gauntlet. His challengers will be the same three people he has to face in the Ring of Games, which kicks us off on the pre-launch show on November 16th. It's the four pillars of Max Wrestling competing in a series of new challenges to determine the first ever Max Wrestling TV champion. They are, of course, Moses, Travis, Mike, and the Phoenix. One of them will be the first ever TV champ. It all goes mm-hmm. down November 16th and 18th. Go to maxwrestling.net slash promo series 6 for more information. Uh, yeah, Kenny was up for it, but he's busy. He's going away. Uh, he's out of the... My bad. He's out of the country that week. Oh, damn. So, Party on. Party on, Kenny. Um, Are we still live, pal? We're, li- we're live again See. now, pal. Sorry. I have questions. <laughs> um, what's this new championship? Oh man, you you're out of the loop. I am out of the loop. Do I do I need to big time out of loop? Explain the whole format of the title. Yeah, t- tell. Oh, tell okay. Then. You, tell the tell the ones that missed last week. The ones that missed last week and the week before. Uh, <laughs> the TV championship effectively replaces the promo championship. Um, again, it is determined via trivia competition. However, in order to keep the title, the champion has to cut a promo every 30 days minimum. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Not against anybody in particular, just cut a promo. Um, also, the great thing... I, you, I should just may as well go through all the title changes. Also, uh, the knowledge champion... Whoever it is can now decide to cash in on the world champion at every special event. Hell yeah. Um, the fucking, uh, what is that, your goddamn Lucha Underground belt. Yeah. Gift of the gods. Gift of the gods, yes. Except it's a gift of the captain. There you go. <laughs> uh, the, the Grand Slam format has now changed, of course, because it doesn't include the promo championship or the King of the Mike or promo ball anymore. However... Moses, Mike, and Travis are the only three people still eligible for the old format. Everybody else is eligible uh, by winning the world title, knowledge title, TV title, Iron Bank, and Promo League, which returns next year. Mm-hmm. So, Love it. I mean, yeah, no, we haven't had a Promo League winner because the first tournament just abruptly ended. But yeah, there we go. Well, here's the thing, because I know promos are are, are, are loved by many, mm. so I will make a lovely decoration right now. If I become the first Max Wrestling Television Champion on every live show that I do with Max, while I'm t- while I'm uh, TV champ, I will cut a promo at the end of the show. Oh, every week? Every week. It's just like the old days when we had trivia, the loser had to cut a promo at the end of the show every week. Hell, I'll fuck. I'm down. <laughs> um, that actually sounds like a shit ton of fun. I'm not it was lie. fun. It was just hard work for me because I had to write questions every week. Like this week, because we have a guest, uh, we're going to have one round of trivia. Just one. So I only have to write one question. 
Well, like, okay, my, my, I'm, I'm just gonna say real quick. My favorite was uh, I think it was Phoenix. It was it was either Phoenix or Kenny cutting on Michael Cole because they stole his car. Oh, Evan, <laughs> Evan McCabe was amazing. Okay. All I know is that it was the fucking funniest shit I have ever heard, and I'm just like, you know what? This this is one of those promos that's like never gonna be topped. You know what I mean? Like the pipe bomb can never be, you know, un, you know, was it un, unblown up or whatever the fuck? You know what I mean? And and, and Evan McCabe, boy, if he ever sees fucking Michael Cole in real life, I tell you what, Michael, you better fucking <laughs> hightail the other way. The, the great thing was, like, he sort of turned the promo midway, so he's, like, saying... It, the whole promo was supposed to be Michael Cole stole his car. It turned into Michael Cole stole his mother's car, which she was learning to drive in. That's what makes it so much better. Which was an Aston Martin. It's <laughs> high dollar right there. You learned to drive in an Aston. I, I mean, I would. Actually, no, no, don't let me loose with an Aston. Right, I'm about to say. About to I'll, I'll break the record for the flips in Casino Royale. Not only that, but hell, you're gonna have to buy some new tires afterwards. <laughs> Sorry. Damn right. Um, okay, no dynamite this week again because, of course, it's on Saturday. Um, NHL. There wasn't really a full episode of NWA Power this week either. It was more of a recap show because we got. Um, an NWA pay-per-view this Sunday by any means necessary. We're going to predict Bound for Glory, but I'll just quickly run through um, by any means necessary because I know not everybody watches it. But there's actually a lot of recognizable names if you're not familiar with NWA, um, particularly if you're a former Impact fan or a current Impact fan. Um, we got Crimson in a steel cage match with Jax Dane. Um, the Hex, which is Allison Kay and Marty Bell, both former Impact knockouts. Um... Defending the NWA Women's World Tag Team Titles against Kylie Ray and Tootie Lynn. Kylie Ray is uh, back in another promotion. Again, what we were Again. talking about earlier, you know, retiring and coming back. But uh, anyway, um, a blood feud between longtime best friends. Um, they also had a blood feud in Impact, so this, this has got a lot of history behind it. Nick Aldis versus Tom Latimer, a.k.a. Bram. Um, we got James Storm versus Tim Storm in a bunkhouse match. You, you know, pe- fans from the 80s, you know how oh, brutal yeah. they can be. Um, Stampede, baby. Yeah. Chris Adonis, formerly known as Chris Masters, defending the national championship against Aaron Stevens, formerly known as Damian Sandow. And for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, Trevor Murdoch is defending against the Pope. Pope. So yeah, I mean, if if you're uh, if you've been watching Impact over the past decade, there's a lot of familiar names in there, and and that I've, it's on Sunday, but they're not airing it on Fight until I believe it's the 27th, for some reason. So it's not actually going to be shown live. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's just the way NWA do business. But uh, the night before that, we do have Bound for Glory, which. We now have the unenviable task of predicting without actually following Impact very closely. <laughs> I, I love predicting Impact pay-per-views because I have no idea what's going on. Like, I know who people are, but because I'm kind of out of the loop, I don't know what's going on. What we do know is the main event is Christian Cage versus um, Josh Alexander with the heavyweight title on the line and Diana Perrazzo. Uh, against Mickey James. 
two two big matches for the men and the women. So let's kick it off with the pre-show match. Um, oh, okay. This is for the new title. You remember the one uh, that was announced a couple of weeks ago? The the Impact Digital Media Championship. Oh, the what one, the fucking AEW knockoff. Yeah, the one that looks exactly like the oh, AEW yeah. World Title. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Um, I still don't know what the hell, like, the idea behind the title is. What is it? Uh, oh, that's it. Yes. Literally just, it's a mid-card title that both males and females can challenge for, which makes no sense because males and females can challenge for the exhibition title. So, anyway. Uh, in the six-way intergender tournament final to crown the inaugural Impact Digital Media Champion, we have... John Schuyler, Crazy Steve, Falabar, Jordan Grace, Chelsea Green, and Tennille Dashwood. Chelsea Green. Nice. Yeah, nice. Chelsea Green. See, I definitely easy pick there. Definitely see a woman winning it because otherwise, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually torn between Jordan Grace and Chelsea Green. Um. See, I wish Mike was here because he really follows him. He he has an Impact podcast every week, so he knows what's going on. Uh, and I, I would just agree with Mike if he was here. So, uh, Right. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go different. I'm going to go with Jordan Grace. Um, mainly because they've teased her winning the X Division title before, so I think it would make sense for her to win the media title, whatever the fuck it is. Although saying that, it does remind me of the internet championship which chelsea green's boyfriend his boyfriend husband um zach Ryder had fiance aka mark cardona fiance three yeah but oh, you uh, mean the king of the death match my cardona the king <laughs> of the death match yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna stick with grace though all right uh main card we have the traditional call your shot gauntlet um, for the benefit of Chad, the winner receives a trophy and a contract that they can invoke anytime within one year for any championship of their choosing. So it's kind of like Money in the Bank, except it's open to everything. Um, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> this might be a little bit tough to predict. We got Rich Swan versus Brian Myers versus Moose versus W. Morrissey versus Chris Sabin versus 15 TBA competitors. Shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go TBA. <laughs> I think the odds are in my favour now. That's not a bad shout. Um, I was going to go with you, Morrissey, but then you said 15 <laughs> TBA. I'm like, I'm going to TBA then. Oh, man. Uh, I don't see a match for Matt Cardona. He could be a TBA, so I'm going to go TBA too. Moses? Oh. I want to be like, yeah, hey, it's totally going to be Morrissey, but fucking 15 unannounced <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, my God. Uh, I swear to God, if it's fucking Morrissey, I'm going to get pissed. Uh, TBA, I can't. Right. Fucking odds. Come on, man. Also, you, you introduced your new championship on the pre-show. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's really stupid. Anyway, um, another tournament final. Uh, this time it's Talk about threat. championship prestige. Okay. Putting it in on the pre-show. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Oh. It's also supposed to be this groundbreaking new title that both genders can compete for, but it's, yeah, we're going to throw it on the pre-show. <laughs> the pre-show loving. 
I'll be honest, this match could have been on the pre-show, actually. Um, Heath and TBA versus Violent by Design. 100% could have been on the fucking pre-show. So, last I heard, Rhino joined Violent by Design, but he's not one of the choice. You know when they put brackets, like it could be a combination of like Eric Young, Dina, or Joe Doran. Rhino's name isn't there. And of course, Rhino used to be Heath's tag team partner, so... Mike, where the fuck are you? Um, right. It's going to be Justin Gabriel. Ooh. That'd be good. Or any right. member of the Nexus. Yeah, just just not any. Just not Skip Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go Heath and CBA. I'm, I'm not... Make, this isn't a full prediction, but I think TBA may be Rhino, depending on how... The storylines are going. I don't know. I'm. I'm not gonna blow smoke up anybody's ass. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Heath and TBA as well. Give me violent by design. All right. BBD. Um. We have uh, this one gained a little bit of controversy, and I don't really see an issue with it. I'm I'm cool with it. Decay's Havoc and Rosemary defending the Knockouts Tag Team Titles against the debuting Inspiration Cassidy and Jessica McKay. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm okay with it because I was such a big fan of the Iconics. Even even if you weren't, come on, how can you not like, be? Right. There's not a lot of good female talent in Impact, and I'm sorry to say it like that. But as far as like star quality and entertainment value, these ladies got it, okay? And and, and if you want a, a, a pair of ladies carrying your tag team titles, it's them. I said that when they first hit the fucking main roster before they did all the fucking chicanery. Yeah, are they annoying? But who cares? Like, they, they did their job. And this is the perfect place for them to do their job some more. Yeah. So, all about inspiration. I agree with everything that was just said. Yeah. Let, let's let's inspire with two eyes. Well, so, well three eyes. Um, <laughs> Four if you want to be a technical asshole. Yeah. Um, another tournament final. This one's an X Division three-way. Uh, oh, the X Division title is vacant, obviously, because Josh Alexander cashed in option C. Mm-hmm. Um, so the new X Division champion will either be Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, or El Fantasmo. Who the fuck is Steve Macklin? I don't know. He hasn't even got a profile page. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when the name is just in black on Wikipedia. It's not highlighted or anything. Yeah. Like no link. Fuck. Um... Eve. Let's find out. So we, yeah, Mike, who's, who's, who's Steve oh, Macklin, Mike? Steve Coulter. Oh, when, when did they fucking put that? that I know who fucker. he is. Oh, my God. Um, How does he not have a profile page? He used to wrestle for I was WWE. Say, he's been here for a minute now. Get your shit together, Wikipedia. Jeez. Fucking A. So, Steve Cutler. That's yeah, Steve Cutler. Uh, wow. That, that's a tough one. Okay, yeah, that actually, like, you threw a wrench in there because he's actually on a tear in Impact. Um, fuck. I'm going to go with him, actually. Yep, me too. You guys are making it not difficult <laughs> at all. 
Um, cause at first I'm like, Oh, this is Phantasmo all over it. Like yeah. bullet club takeover. I could totally see it. Actually, but before we found this... out who he was, I was going to go train Miguel. I mean, that's, that, that was exactly it. It's like when we realize it's color, it's like, well, they're actually pushing him. I don't know if they're pushing him like that. Um, something tells me to stick with my gut. I'm going to. I don't like it. If this fucking Cutler fucker wins, I'm going to get pissed, but Phantasmo. <laughs> this Cutler fucker. <laughs> You're going Phantasmo. I'm going Phantasmo. I feel okay. like this is a Bullet Club turn. And Chad, you sticking with Macklin? Yeah. A.K.A. Cutler. Goddamn Cutler fucker. Okay. I'm going Steve Cutler. Uh, let's go from Cutler to his squeeze. Deonna Perrazzo defending the knockout title against Mickey James. It's a big match. Mickey James is a huge name, but I don't see the title changing. I mean, this is always the case with a Deonna Perrazzo match, but I really don't see it changing this time either. I, I think I've said it once or twice before. There's one lady in this entire wrestling industry that could take that belt off of her, and uh, she's on AEW. Well, actually, okay, fine, there's two, but um, they're both on AD. But <laughs> the point is, is uh, yeah, there's, unless you're a Thunder Rosa or a Britt Baker, you're not taking the belt off Deanna. And I maintain my bold prediction that I made mm-hmm. either last week or the week before that uh, Britt Baker's showing up at the end of this match at Bound for Glory. Oh, please. Either her or Thunder. Either one is fine. They need champion versus champion, though, Deanna and Britt Baker. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, they could always pull the 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 bullshit and bring in Camille. Oh, Brickhouse with the uh, you know NWA. That would actually kind of be fun. Yeah, two kind of hoss ladies going at it. I'm about it. Oh shit! I forgot to mention Camille's match at uh, NWA's pay per view too. She's uh, defending the women's title against Kenzie Page. Oh, that's a fucking dub. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, Mackenzie. Yeah. So, yeah, is that a full house for Deanna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And don't worry, there's no bonus points for the bold prediction. Mm. <laughs> Bullshit, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, tag team titles. Good Brothers defending against Finn Juice or Bullet Club. How are they deciding who wins it? I was just going to ask you. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's still another impact to come tonight. Uh, uh, you know what though? I would definitely put money on Chris Bay and Hikuleo. Hikuleo. Yeah, I'm with you. Damn, that's such a hard name to say. Hikuleo. You got too, yeah, his name does suck. You got too many vowels in your name. He really does. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going uh, Bullet Club. Um, but if Finn Juice wins tonight on Impact, then I'm going to go Good Brothers. So it might change. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. It's like if 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 the club wins, if if Hikileo and Chris Bay win, then yeah, I think they're going all the way. But if they don't, I really don't see the belt being hot potatoed with Finn Juice. I love Finn Juice. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They have it's... had a run as uh, Impact Act champions this year. Mm-hmm. They actually took him from the Good Brothers, and the Good Brothers took him back. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to play hot potato. Yeah. So. Uh, Bullet Club, if anything changes tonight, then Good Brothers. Bullet Club. All right. And and are you sticking with Bullet Club? Yeah. Okay. 
Ah, so that brings us to, I believe, the final match. No, yeah. Yep. Yes, one match left. Impact World Title, Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander. And it's kind of a tough one to call because how long is Christian staying in Impact? Because technically, he's still signed to AEW. I think Mike was the one that put it uh, perfectly. Josh Alexander is, is the walking weapon. And this guy has been on a tear for, I want to say, about a year. Ever since that tag team of his broke up. And it's just, he's he's so damn good. And we know, we know what the business is about. And you, you can't kid yourself and say that Christian Cage is going to be like their long-term champ. Because the reality is, is, Christian ain't meant to be nobody's long-term champ. He's meant to bring a pop factor and move on from there. So... Christian gives it up to, to Alexander, but he's also going to make the kid look like a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah, Christian winning the Impact World title just felt like nostalgia to me. Oh, yeah, big time. Just like when CD won it for the third time in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Or uh, second, no, third time. I was going to say, I was like, there's only a handful of guys that have won it three times. I think there's only one that won it three times in Ring of Honor. There's a couple of guys that won it twice. Twice. That's what it is. There you go. But, a couple uh, guys have won it twice. Only one guy has won it three times. Can you guess who that guy who won it three times? Yeah, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Briscoe. Jay, Jay Briscoe. I want to say that's right. I know Adam Cole won it twice. Austin Aries won it twice. Hmm. Yeah, it's got to be Jay would... Briscoe. I'm sure he won it three times. Yeah, I believe that's correct. I was actually going to say it was Cole, but now, now that I think about it, I don't think Cole won it three times. No, he, he for a long time, he was, like, the first person to win it twice. Mm, that's what it is. No, I'm right. It is Adam Cole. Oh. Adam Cole is the only guy with three. Now, granted, he's had a, he's had a combined 445 days. While Samoa Joe had one reign and had it for all of 645 days. Oh, Jay Briscoe won it twice. Yep, he won it twice. Uh, Nigel McGuinness got it once. D. Bry got it once. A man, Roosh. Jay Lethal. That's the other guy who I was thinking was going to be. He was trying to be three time, but he ended up losing. That's what it was. I got him. And, I don't know how I got him and Adam Cole mixed up, but I did. Yeah, oh, okay. There's actually a couple of two-time champs. There's uh, Austin Aries, Jay Briscoe, Rush, Jay Lethal. Mm -hmm. I want to say that's it. And the longest reign in one single reign, Samoa Joe, 645 days. Love it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, Chad, who are you going with for the Impact title? Um, Christian Cage is dropping it. Okay. Full house for Alexander. So I think the only one we kind of really differed on was... I uh, know we differed on a couple. X Division. Yeah. For um, sure. And the media, digital, blah, 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 championship. And then I'm sure Mike and maybe Travis are going to come in with some different predictions too. And um, just so everybody knows, this is live. It ain't pre-recorded. Oh, wow. It's live, pal. We're live now. This is live? Always. Well, Bound for Glory is live, not Max. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. 
He was like, wait a minute, what kind of budget do you think we got, pal? <laughs> so, that is Bound for Glory Blind Predictions. Uh, okay, like I said, we have a guest this week. He is the current Max World Champion, and he defends against Moses at Promo Series. Uh, if Mike was here, I was going to give him a choice of who he wants to face, but it looks like we've only got one choice. So, um, right. we're going to have a non-title preview of Promo Series. The good news is it's only a quick round. It's just to dip your toes in the water. The yeah. round... World title? Yes. Can that still be defended in promo battles? It's trivia or predetermined promo battles. So there's no vote like you discuss it on who you... Which of you would like to win. Oh, if, you, if you can agree on, like, predetermining a finish, then you can have a promo bout. But otherwise, it's going to be trivia. Okay. For for example, Phoenix burned the shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right. The round this week is bell to bell. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think we've done this one for a while. So, just to refresh everybody's memory, they each get a pair of matches, and all they got to do is tell me which one lasted the longest. <sighs> hated this one. <laughs> yeah. um, this is actually the one I'm not too bad at. As the guest, Chad, I'll let you pick. The choice is two Adam Cole matches, baby, or two... <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Uh, B-Dry matches. B-Dry. B-Dry. <laughs> um, I was going oh. Dry B. What? Um... <laughs> Go on then, I'll go Adam Cole. Alright. Baby. Okay. You have Adam Cole, baby, versus Ricochet for the North American title at TakeOver Brooklyn. Or Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee at TakeOver 30. Which one lasted the longest? 15 seconds start now. I can't even remember the first. Oh, Ricochet. Uh, right, Ricochet. <laughs> ricochet Blackie. or Pat McAfee. Um, I'm going to say Pat, Ma- Pat McAfee went longest. Okay. Cole Pat McAfee was 16 minutes, 12 seconds. And Adam Cole Ricochet was 15 minutes, 19 seconds. Nice. You won by just under a minute. Sweet. Okay, Moses, that means you get two B dry matches. Goddamn B dry. <laughs> you get two B dry. <laughs> they are uh, Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk at Over the Limit, uh, I believe 2012. I'm sure Phoenix will correct me if I'm wrong. Or Daniel Bryan versus John Cena at SummerSlam 2013, which one lasted the longest? 15 seconds starts now. Oh, God. Okay, here's the problem. Cena loves to drag shit out, but I'm thinking <laughs> Punk and him. How'd it go? Ah, oh, fucking shit. You, um, give me him and Punk. Okay. Something tells me that that was like pre-giant explosion, so fuck it. They gave him all kinds of time. Oh, yeah, it was before the the Yes movement took off and everything, so... I'm pretty sure it was 2012, by the way. Okay. So, Phoenix, you don't have to correct me. It's cool. Um, Brian and Punk. I think I also would have went Punk. 
just just to get that there. I think I also would have went punk on that one. Uh, that was 24 minutes and 4 seconds. Damn. Brian and Cena was 26.55. Oh, okay, Cena. Just short by a couple of minutes. Hey, that's all right. But damn, I did not think Cena would go that long. But hell, I, at the same time, I should have. I, I knew he goes long. So fuck. Hey. Mm. Yep. It happens. Uh, all right. Do you have a geek this week? I do actually. I have fucking right. geek of the week. Let's play. Um, Let's play the the amazing music. It's time for geek of the week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. All right, so Geek of the Week. First off, I, I literally had to do the internal battle of just making NXT Geek of the Week or not. Um, I, I'm not going to go into like a giant fucking review. All I know is is I tried. I tried my goddamnedest to watch the full show. Holy fuck, dweeb after geek after dweeb after geek after dweeb. They're just there left and right. They're coming out of my fucking ears. They're coming out of the fans' fucking ears. Speaking of fucking fans, those fucking guys are a bunch of geeks too. Geek of the week, though, is it goes to a very special... My guess is he's a fucking jobber that they're trying to push, or I don't know what the fuck. Um, what the goddamn... Chase... What is his name? Chase something or another? I can't... You know what? You're such a fucking geek. I can't even remember your fucking name. Chase University, you fucking nerd. Out here in your goddamn letterman jacket or your fucking letter sweater. Like you're fucking cool or whatever. Look at here, bro. I work at an elementary school named Chase, and I tell you they got higher education than whatever bullshit college you went to, you fuck. How the hell do you get a fucking promo package and then go out there and get your ass beat? Like, how does that happen? Like, dude, it, I'm telling you, it, 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 it's between this fuck and Vince McMahon. Okay, because, like, you know this has got Vince written all over it. Don't give a fucking geek a video package if he's going to go get his ass kicked. Don't do it. <laughs> Is it Andre Chase? Andre Chase. Andre yeah. Chase, that's his fucking name. Okay, d- just the fucking biggest nerd <laughs> of this side of the fucking horizon, okay? Because Jesus <laughs> Christ, this guy was just the drizzling shits. He did, like, a drop-down takeover, and it looked like crap. And then, again, I, I'm, I'm never going to get over this. Don't give fucking nerds video packages if they're going to get their ass beat. Don't do it. Like, son of a bitch. Yeah, he, he looks like Benedict Cumberbatch cosplaying as a wrestler. <laughs> That's perfect. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> Golly. Hell, fucking Imperium might as well be geeks this week. For fucking so- former tag champs, these guys got no entrance. They got no entrance music. They're in there fucking standing around against these goddamn Reed brothers. Which, by the way, one of them's good. The other one's a fucking loser. And then you had, what, was, what else? When the fuck did MSK become a goddamn heel tag team? I don't know when the fuck that happened. And when all of a sudden, goddamn Fabian Eichner and, and, and Marcel became faces. But that's fucking weird. Uh, I couldn't fucking watch the Braun Breaker match because I got so bored of this fucking show, I quit. I quit before the main event. Like, that's how bad NXT has been. Like, you think it's because of, like, everybody thinks the ratings are telling you how bad it is. No. it. Go watch this horrible <laughs> shit. Go watch it. It's, you won't last. I guarantee you. You won't last. This is just bad. I, I mean, ugh. 
I can't. I could rag on it for hours. It's just that bad. It's I... just that bad. It's and it, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm not in any of these stars. It's the fact that you're pushing one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other, and none of these motherfuckers look like stars. None of them. No, I not a one. I still haven't given NXT 2.0 the time of day. Please don't. Uh, God, I've just still not don't. watched it. Just send me highlights of Toxic Attraction. It's fine. Oh right. yeah, dude. That's the only highlight of that show is checking out Mandy. <laughs> I'm a bit confused. So the women's tag titles. Um. Obviously oh yeah, this EO. Could be, She's a fucking nerd. It's gonna be a. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of match. Okay. Who is Indy's tag partner? Where's she come from? Who is Indy's partner? She has she got a new partner? One week she's getting married. Next week she's a number one contender for the tag title. With not Candice LeRae for obvious reasons. No. Oh, that's Candice with Jessica Mayer, I think. Okay, who, why, when? Jessica Mayer is a fucking enhancement talent. It's been on NXT for a hot minute. I'm pretty sure she was in the wedding party. That's what they keep fucking alluding to with all of these goddamn connections, (laughs) quote unquote. Oh, they were in the wedding party. They were in the wedding party. They were. Everybody was in the fucking wedding party. (laughs) You fuck. Drake Maverick. You know, Drake Mavericks. I don't know where Drake Mavericks is. I thought Jesse Camille was in the Robert Stone brand. Is she? Oh, God. Now I have to look <laughs> up who the fuck Indy's goddamn partner is. God damn it. Indy Hartwell. Bruce Pritchard, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just, I've just seen all these pictures. I'm like, who is she? One week Indy's getting married. The next week she's got some random tag team partner. But who is this? I lost his theories on Raw now, getting his selfies. <laughs> you know, I actually like the Austin Fury Jeff Hardy rivalry. <laughs> is is Austin Fury? I I've said I haven't watched Raw. I've literally just seen the pictures. Is he a heel? Yeah. He he debuted, uh, pretended to like fan out over Jeff Hardy, asked him for a selfie, and then just dropped him. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that's dumb. <laughs> that is so dumb. That's dumb. Um, okay. Oh my god. I can't find out who the fuck her, her partner, is partner is. Persia Perota. I beg your fucking pardon. I, yeah, I <laughs> don't know. Who? That's that's the name I'm getting. She's also uh, Australian. There's a lot of o- there's up. a lot of Aussies in NXT. I give up on this brand. <laughs> brand shit. I'm not even going to fucking mention fucking goddamn skinny Kevin Owens. Yeah, because um, Dexter and Indy were against the Robert Stone brand a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that, that, that shows you how much brand. I know from Highlight Club. Oh, like I said, the one time I go out of my way to actually give this entire show like a full watch, and it fucking just talk about fuck? getting fucked. Also, a couple of weeks ago, Indy defeated Mei Ying in two minutes, 55 seconds, so fuck goes to that gimmick. What? They built Wait. that lady in a chair what? for months, and she loses to Indy in three minutes. I mean, uh, okay. what the literal fuck? <laughs> and Zia Lee's been drafted as well, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, they lost Zia Lee, so... Because that makes sense. Chair, chair lady's just gone. Chair lady. <clears throat> chair lady. What a waste mm. of time that was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was biggest, biggest thank, waste of fucking thank time. Thank you so much, Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon, for this glorious gift of NXT 2.0. Oh, 
bunch of fucktards. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mike isn't here this week. Chad is our guest, so I'm going to let you choose the wrestler of the week. Ooh, let me, let me hit the jingle. Oh, right, okay. Um, you put me on the spot now. <laughs> right? Like, Pressure's on. Yeah. I've not really watched much this week. Probably be dry. Be, yeah. Oh, man. Be dry. Banger after banger, Friday, Saturday. Probably it's probably gotta be be dry. I mean hell you gotta be you gotta be real honest with yourself. As much as you everybody loved the Monero Suzuki match. If say that match didn't happen and Bobby Fish happened first, we'd still love the Bobby Fish match more so. Uh huh. But come on, TK, you got to work on that shit. Don't put a pay per view quality match on free fucking YouTube when you could have very easily just put him and fucking Bobby Fish and it would have been really good. Um, and sh- and then you serve up the hot plate on on Wednesday or Saturday. Be dry rest for the week and shout out to Persia Perota because we don't know who the fuck you are. Yep. Appreciate you stopping by. No, no offense. Yeah, sorry. We'll I, mean, I don't even know one of the opponents either. I know Saray. Um, but who the hell's Amari Miller? Your guess is as good as mine, bud. Fucking NXT. Not no. Fucking NXT. Um. Also, though, um, that that freaking suicide botch, dive suicide dive botch on NXT. That's the only thing I've seen oh. from it. No, okay. Don't, oh, Jeez. Okay, Fuck so not only was that botch just the fucking worst, <clears throat> but WWE as a whole has this like super, or for for a little bit had like the superpower of the roll up. If you got a roll up, you were gonna pretty much win. And I have I've seen some independent wrestling. I've seen some some backyard wrestling, and you know I've seen some fuck ups in my day. I don't think I've ever. In one show, seen not one, but two, two fucking roll-ups. <laughs> fuck. How do you fuck a roll-up? I don't understand how you fuck a roll-up. Like I could roll my son up right now, and he would fucking sell like a million bucks. I guarantee fucking to you. I guarantee you. One of these roll-ups was on um, fucking uh, what's his goddamn fucking dweeb? I can't remember who. Fucking one dude gets fucking rolled up. His fucking whole ass shoulder is up. His whole ass shoulder is up. He's like leaning to the side. And then he kicks out at two and a half. And then fucking ref counted three anyway. And I yelled right at my fucking computer screen, geek! Like loud as shit. And then uh, literally that following match, that following match is a women's match. Again, can't remember who the fuck it was because I don't, I want to block all this out. And it's the same thing. She's leaning on one shoulder, one fucking shoulder's up. The ref counts to fucking three. She kicks out hella late. And I'm like, you're the fucking dweebs. Just fucking, I can't. I had to take a goddamn beer break. I had to fucking get in the right zone of mind. And then I, I got back in and didn't last. Didn't last. I, this is, <sighs> they are, they are training new wrestlers and they are obviously training referees. Hot garbage. This show, hot garbage. Redonkulous. Redoink, I fucking love it. Uh, also, no spoilers to uh, to give you for Blood Money yet. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. 
Oh wait, we said it was later. That's why. The... That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's gonna be later in the day. Ah well. It'll be it'll be Aaron as you're probably listening to this show. Yeah. So as, so as you're listening choose, to this, it's we... quite an easy option, really, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Kid me. Oh oh shit, we're in a ratings war with fucking Crown Jewel. Oh shit, what? <laughs> <He's went. laughs> wow. I never in all my days thought I'd beat WWE so easily. Damn, maybe we should have got Goldberg for the show. <laughs> you got the budget for that fucking nerd? <laughs> I ain't got the budget for that nerd to be slamming his head in my walls. Oh, hold on, let me call Mike. Mike, I need you to put Goldberg over. <laughs> this is why he didn't show up. <laughs> he, he knew what was coming. Uh, okay, your week is complete. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Racing UK on social media. Thank you, everybody, on SoundCloud. And our website, as always, is maxracing.net. Follow us on social media at thecaptain512, at mcl92, and at smrpodnet. And, Chad, where can people find you? On Twitter, at chadji30. On Facebook, I... Um I actually want to kind of like not announce something because you know does, but I kind of want to like put something out there. Um, now in November, in about like a month from now, I will be a photographer at my local comic con. Yeah. And we have Kenny Omega, um, Jurassic Express, Sting, Britt Baker, and a few others as well. So uh, if you want to see pictures of that, it's on my Facebook. You might need to search CJ Photography 3. Uh, but yeah, it's on Facebook. This dude got a press pass to Comic Con. <laughs> what the fuck? It's and you know guy. what? It's not quite as annoying as the fact that it's Wales Comic Con, but it's in fucking England. I know, I know, I know. Just it used to be in our town, but they moved it. It literally used to be walking distance. <laughs> I've got to drive an hour to Telford. Yeah. <sighs> Um, also, all you pencil neck geeks better listen up because this is what Moses Marquez has in store for you this week. Fucking A. So, I've got two retros dropping. They're probably the two that have still meant to be dropped forever. Um, was it Raw Nitra from two, was it, uh, was it October 21st? And then, of course, got um, Halloween Havoc. That's going to be taken over. Um, if you haven't seen it, I have to just say it anyway. It's fucking old as a bitch. Dude, I don't give a fuck how old this show is. When Roddy Piper showed up at the end, I fucking popped like a million bucks, okay? That shit was great. Roddy Piper is a fucking man. Gotta be, gotta always love that. So watch for those two. I'm gonna do my absolute damnedest to drop both of those this weekend and bring you a brand new Raw Nitro from the, the 28th, the Fallout from Halloween Havoc, on Monday. That way you just got a fucking jam-packed weekend full. The biggest reason why is because, and then Bolt Rant, Chargers are off this week. We are on a bye week, a much, much, much needed bye week. We're trying to get uh, healthy from all of our injuries so we can go into New England and go smack Mac Jones in the mouth. But with all that being said, because we're off a week, I've got a shit ton of fucking stuff to come at you. I've got the fucking review from the Ravens game, even though it was goddamn abysmal. Got to talk about ways to get better. Going to talk about five guys we need to go look into either trading for or picking up in free agency. And because I'm a fucking draft nerd, a way too early seven round or three round mock draft for the Chargers going into the 2020 season or 2022 season. So, yeah, shit ton of crap dropping this weekend. Just uh, keep your eyes peeled. It's coming. All right. And of course, Mike isn't here to tell you who he's been talking to. So I'll tell you. 
you can catch up with Mike talking to a bunch of LFC stars, including Shaylin um, and uh, head coach uh, Leon mm-hmm. Hater. Also, Jasmine Leclerc and the LFC head honcho himself, Sean Donnelly. And, of course, look out for Mike on LFC's upcoming pay-per-view, Booty Camp. For- wait, 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 hold on. Whoa, 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 Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Did this really just... I don't mean to interrupt like this and to be all... Um, I am currently looking at a highlight from the G1 Climax, and uh, this has nothing to do with the main event. Fucking Shabbat is in the ring. He's going to wrestle He's gonna wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, yeah. Fuck everybody's next. Are you... Cat, what the fuck? Shibata is back. I don't know to what extent, because they cut it out. The fucking highlight thing cut out before the match happened. I have to go watch this shit now. <laughs> Shibata is fucking back. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to get Holy up the shit. line so that Moses can go mock out at Shibata. Absolutely. All right, and with that said, we will see you next goddamn week to see how we make wrestling better. It's looking absolutely stacked. We got Baker versus Anna Jay and Pac versus Andrade on Rampage tomorrow, plus Black mm. versus Cody Free on mm. Saturday Night Dynamite. Get your Bibles ready. Also, this time next week, I'll know if I'm having a son or a daughter, so that's something. <laughs> so, go watch some wrestling and come back and listen to us talk about it. Goodbye and good night. Bang! Bonjour, Boise. <laughs> Way to throw me the bleed off. <laughs>